and welcome to episode 190 of Nolo Time. My name is Ovid Velez, and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good, Nolo Time? Obed, it's a pleasure to be with you again, my friend. Good to be here, sir. Very excited today for the first time ever. We've been doing this for, what, three and a half years? Four yeah, years? Going four, on years. four years. Yeah. Four years, man. And this is the first time that we're streaming on Twitch. And I'm very excited. Of course, you have, cho- you have choices now. Cannot complain. That's you, true. You can either hit our, our audio version, uh, hit our, our Facebook Live, which has been going on for about two years now. Before that, we did YouTube. We're back on YouTube now as well, on live on YouTube, um, and now live on Twitch. So I am very excited, man. I am very happy to be here, very excited to talk Loki amongst other crazy gaming news that we got this week. So I am, I am super pumped. Absolutely. Me as well, my friend. Uh, I do have one quick little update that uh, might be uh, entertaining. I've mentioned to you, this to you before, but I didn't get to show it on the stream last week. Um, but if you guys remember a couple weeks ago, we were talking about uh, you know, the update with the Slave One being now just Boba Fett ship, right? Just this Fett ship. Yeah. Fett Starship, I think, is what they're going to refer to it as, right? So yep. we talked about it on the stream. We were like, if anybody has anything, anything that says the slave one on it, like you gotta think that that's going to be worth something as time goes on, considering that's a, a change in time and uh, star Wars is not going anywhere guys. Like that's going to be around for a long time. So that's the reality of it. Yeah. That's the reality of it. Hold on to it. <laughs> so I say all that to say that just so happened the very next day after we recorded, uh, I was out at uh, in a, a Disney area, and, you know, they got their Star Wars stores and uh, walk in one of the stores and ask the guy, like, hey, you guys have anything with the Slave One by any chance? And he's like, yes. <laughs> and I uh, got this guy right here. Ooh. <clears throat> oh, nice. I had to grab it. <clears throat> nice. And, uh, oh, so that's... See, it does have... Slave one on the name. So, so those are the the same molds that they use for Disney Infinity. Yes, and they repurpose them as action figures for at the Disney parks or Disney yes. stores if that's something that's close to your area. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, pick pick this guy up, and uh, I will be holding on to my slave one, <laughs> knowing that. Uh, Times have changed. No, yeah, yeah. Just thought yeah, I thought yeah. I would throw that out there. So those of you are watching on the video version, there you go. Yeah, I did send you that video from uh, Robot Chicken from a long time ago, where where Billy D was in the episode, and I was like, "Yeah, that's uh not too hot about the name." That was the whole. That was the. <laughs> yes. That yes. was the whole the whole thing on that bit. So so that was pretty entertaining. Um, yeah, I mean it, it is what it is. Again, exactly. It's, it's something that I'm not gonna cry about it's it, it's uh, it, whatever it doesn't affect me <laughs> it's still Fair. the slave one to me and that you know if they want to call it something else it's fine i don't i don't care i mean i think most people though <clears throat> when they refer to it they either said slave one or bubble fed ship they people said one or the other anyways. exactly yeah, so it's, it's, it's kind of interchangeable at this point yeah yeah honestly it is it's like a vader star uh, like the uh the his tie fighter which is supposed to be like an advanced star uh 
advanced TIE fighter. Right. And they usually just like call it Vader's TIE fighter. It's <laughs> it's interchangeable. It's I don't yeah. care. I'm good. As long as they, they don't call the Millennium Falcon the Millennial Fa- Falcon, I'm fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh uh, I see what you did there. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. But uh, yeah, not, not much on my end, dude. I did finish Titans. Oh, nice. And watch that trailer that came out like yesterday, right? For it. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, the ending on season two was not strong at all. Uh, it's not strong at all. And, and here's the thing, right? Because, I, I, you know, One Division, of course, you know, Emmys is like going nuts, right? Um, and, and rightly so. I, th- I thought it was it was brilliant. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, it was good. Titans exist. And then, and then I watched Titans, right? And then I finished it, like, not, not last night, but the night before, Tuesday night, right? Oh, I see where you're going. Bro, and then I go watch Loki last <laughs> night. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, it's garbage. It's garbage. <laughs> Titans is garbage compared to Loki. That being said, it's, it's like pizza, right? It's like when you... It's like 7-Eleven pizza. It's still pizza. <laughs> you know, it's... That's what I compare the show to as well. Yeah. You remember I said it to you. It's like, this is not a great show, but it is worth watching. It's... Yeah, it's entertaining. Um, it was weird. Like... Uh, spoilers, just in case you haven't watched Titan Season 2. Spoiler alert here. Dude, it's like... Would Wonder Woman go? I mean, granted, Wonder Woman is Wonder Woman, right? But right. would any Amazonian go like a like a like a a chump like that? It's, yeah. it's really dumb. I know. I yeah. know. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, that was that was really silly. Yeah, it was pretty dumb. Um, I like the the shift in personality that Dick Grayson had. Yeah, it was like yeah, this he... is more like actual Dick Grayson now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was it got it was weird. Like I, I wasn't I wasn't sold on the on the mopey. Dick Grayson, yeah. but uh, entertaining. That that said, I did watch that trailer that came out yesterday, and I, I think it was interesting. It, they, it seems like they are going places, right? You know, with Joker, that that's kind of unexpected. There's more Bruce Wayne, it seems like, uh, which the the actor grew on me. It's like it, it was it was kind of weird at the beginning, right? Uh, for, first season, but then after that, it's like. He's like a mix of like, uh, you know, Kevin Conroy and um and and Adam West, so it it grew it grew on me. So it's fine. Um, yeah, the rest was was fine. I mean, the acting is like, come on, it's it's acting, right? But it's it's fine as a as a dc thing it looks like they're upping the budget on this one because this trailer the, the trailer for season three looked like they they really wanted to make it at least better so it looks like they're they're putting money behind it they have you know hbo max money now right versus the uh, the dc cheapo thing they had before so uh that that could definitely be be a part of it but I'll, I'll check it out when it comes out. It should be it should be fine. Yeah, same here. I mean, yeah. it's the, once you go into the more into the <clears throat> Batman universe, like anything Batman, I'm a sucker for. Anything Superman, I'm a sucker for. So um, that's why I still watch Superman and Lois because it's Superman, and I gotta see that. But 
which is funny because the same experience you just said with Titans, I had the exact same thing. Tuesday nights when Superman Lois comes on, I watch it Tuesday and then wake up the next day and I'm like, sheesh. <laughs> well, that's not comparable. <laughs> no, bro. They're on a no. different they're yeah. on a different level. Like yeah, entirely. Man. Entirely, dude. They're you would say they're in a different multiverse. <laughs> what was what was the the line that Loki says in uh in Avengers in the, the first Avengers, right? Two thousand twelve one. Where he says something about like what quarrel does a boot have with an ant or something does, like does that? Does an ant have with a boot or something? Yeah. Right. That's yeah. kind of how I feel about like this show. This is oh. it's not even close, man. Oh, it's not even close. On. I'm not trying to, you know. Yeah, it's it, it's it is what it is. I mean, yeah. It, it, even even with the movies and and you know how much I love uh, the Snyder cut. So, I, oh yeah. yeah, yeah have man. you seen the reviews for uh, the Suicide Squad movie? I have not. That comes out in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, the reviews started going out, and um, I mean, it's gotten like some, like probably the highest praise since the Nolan films. Like, it's gotten the highest praises for any DC film, which, um, as you okay. and I both know, almost every DC film since the Nolan films have been very like 50 50, right? Like, you either love it or you hate it, kind of yeah. very mixed reaction. So, this yeah. common consensus seems to be it's a good one, but I personally am not hyped for it but of course i'm gonna watch it so you know yeah we'll see yeah I'll, I'll i'll watch it when it comes out i did see that reviews for space jam started coming out and it's like yeah Ooh. yeah <laughs> oh man I'll, I'll check it out oh sure me I'll, too. Ch- I'll check it out i'll check it oh, out because yeah. um man you and how, i gotta check that out man. how can they literally drop the ball on that one? <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh oh yeah, I'll, yeah, it's it's weird, it's it's, I mean, it's weird that there we having we're, we're getting a new Space Jam, right? But right, uh, the the reviews are are weird. Like I saw some reviews, so it's like yeah, it's fun, and some were like it is a shameless ad for all the other WB properties, and yeah, it's a lot of characters <clears> in it. Scathing. I don't know if you've seen like from those breakdowns of like in the background. Oh, yeah. there it goes. Oh, you there died. Go. Oh, no. I'm gone. I'm back. No, oh, nope. you're back. You're oh. semi-back. I'm you're, semi-back, guys. You're quasi-back. I've been having these problems for a while now, guys. I yeah. apologize. Yeah, for the new people watching on Twitch and, and YouTube, yeah, Joel needs a new, a new laptop. Would you like tip, to donate to my tip, uh, tip jar? Whatever, whatever you guys want to do, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a Patreon because I don't know why we, do. we don't. We're still too small. We count, we count on ourselves to uh, provide some quality content, content every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Joe, you're good. If uh, if you got to switch over to the uh, low queue, we will. Uh, Sorry, guys. We'll, Sorry. We'll, we'll do that. Um, you want to do uh, Bad Batch real quick before we jump yeah, into low queue, man? Star Wars might as well, right? Yeah. Uh, pretty interesting episode. I would say, um, because the, for the first time in this show, we do something that has nothing to do uh, with the uh, Clone Troop 99, and and we do something entirely different. Um, now, this series, which I totally forgot, it is literally a bridge between Clone Wars and Rebels. So, to see... Um, Rebels being bridged in the way they did it, um, 
it it was great. Great to see, you know, Chopper and and Aaron and say it's yeah, it's it was good. It was good. Budget. <laughs> they have budget for this episode cuz this episode looked quite a bit sharper than the other episodes. Like like uh um you can tell that Dave Filoni was like, "Yeah, we're going to bridge this thing. We got to make you got to we got to budget it." So, um you know, you could tell with like the the shading that they used on Hera, especially when she was like spying on the oh spoilers by the way spying on the um uh on the refinery uh, that was that was pretty interesting so they made it look really good it looked good overall i think overall this was a really good bridging episode where we go back into what really happened to hera and and we explore that we sort of touched on it on rebels but now it's like explained um Will we see Omega in the Book of Boba Fett, Joel? I'm going to say no. Oh, okay. But okay. it would be pretty awesome if they... like. I, I, I'm going to say no because like, I don't... I feel like that kind of would have leaked already, I feel like. Something like of that mm. significance. But they've done a really good job of keeping stuff under wraps. Yeah. So I don't put it past them. Like, I wouldn't, you know... But I, I'd love to see it happen. Don't get me wrong. The last two clones. I keep my expectations low, right? Yeah, let, yeah, yeah. Let them surprise me. Yeah, the last two uh, Django Fett, like, legit clones yeah, yeah. coming together. Um, because I think that's what they that this is building to. Like, she's probably going to be a character in the Book of Boba Fett. So yeah. we'll see. That. Hey, you're back in uh, back. HQ now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I think I think that's probably part of what they're doing. Um, they, again, this was more of a bridging episode; doesn't really move the story forward. But we did get some lore, um, and that's good. Uh, I really enjoyed when the senator when the senator got got because he he was so shady, dude. Since like the beginning in Clone Wars and everything. He was super shady. So so I was like, yeah, he got it. It's good. It's good. Crosshair's got him real good. Um, interesting that Crosshair just got him, and I thought he was just going to go for everyone. I started just offing, like, uh, Harris parents right there and, and all that. So, you know, interesting to see that they took him as prisoners. But what do you think, man? I think overall it was pretty good. Yeah, I like the episode a lot. Same thing as you. It's it's a homage to um, you know the Rebel series, which is you know when we heard at least this show was coming about, it was like, hey, for all you Rebels fans and Clone Wars fans, like you're still gonna be happy with what we're giving you. Um, and yeah, this show, like the Bad Batch series in general, has been very Clone Wars esque. Um, this one felt like it belonged in the Rebels series for sure. Like it felt a part of that, that same style. Um, you know, I I do think that um, it's. I find it interesting that like you know the show's called the Bad Batch, but we only have one scene with the Bad Batch in this whole episode. Yeah, just one. Because I was th- I'm watching it. And I'm like, are they gonna say that she's that they're that they were somehow part of her? origin right like we you know of, of, of the general syndula that comes forward later on right but um what we see is that really they just you know working with sid still and providing the weaponry for the for the uncle here 
um, you know, was really the, the, the connector. And I like that. Like, it reminds me of, like, in the Batman animated series, and then I think it was in the 90s, right, when uh, they had one of those episodes where, like, it was just focused on Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy just, like, running around. Yeah, And, yeah. like, yep. the whole episode's focused on them. You have Batman for a sequence in that episode, but it's focusing on them. That's how I felt with this, right? It's like, it's still the Bad Batch, but you get this, this one that's focusing on you know, Harris and, and her and her storyline. And then you get a scene where the bad bats show up on their ship and they're giving them uh, this weaponry and like, Hey, we know that this is If you're carrying this heavy stuff, like they know stuff was about to go down. Um, I do, I do feel like, like I've said it on our last episode before this, where I'm like, there's going to have to be something else for the story. Like this was very much a filler, but a great filler, like a really oh, good yeah. episode. Um, but like to me, there's still something else. I mean, we're, we're getting closer now to the end of this, this one, it's going to end uh, next month if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I feel like there's gotta be one more twist or turn that's going to come in to kind of let it be the, the driving force riding home. I, I can't imagine that the rest of the show is just going to be Omega keep away, you know, kind of thing. So, mm. but I could be wrong, you know, I mean, regardless, I'm happy with what I'm getting. I'm happy to get my star Wars content. We got, you know, we got Book of Boba Fett coming later on. Sounds like the Mandalorian season uh, three has been moved up to early 2022. Um, okay. There's some speculation around that based on some things that have been said. So, so it's probably going to be before Andor because Andor comes out in March, right? Right. So it's probably going to be. It could be a New Year's thing. Could be. Yeah, more than likely. I don't know how long Boba Fett is, though. Um, I mean, I'm assuming it's at least six episodes. Yeah, probably. So, um, so we'll see. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll check it out. There's definitely more Star Wars coming out coming out, and uh, and I'm hoping that they follow what their brothers over at Marvel are doing because we got to yo yo. <laughs> All right, major major spoiler alert again. If you don't want to listen, keep away. Loki spoilers for the entire season and the possibility of the uh, future of the MCU. <laughs> so pretty much, yeah, yeah, bro, bro. So this series as a whole was absolutely fantastic, dude. I I would have watched this as a four-hour movie. No lie, <laughs> no lie. I mean, they can get away with like like silent moments, right? Um, which they they don't have that luxury in a movie unless you're a sex Snyder. Uh, <laughs> it's it was so good, and again, the environmental storytelling and just the details and and the nods and all this stuff. Like we didn't get a name drop, but but he's him, right? It, it's him, and. It was very interesting that they took the two characters, right? Uh, the uh, He Who Remains and and Kang, and or or they took He Who Remains and made him a variant of of Kang instead of just being a separate entity. Sure. I think that was brilliant. Um, I think uh, the actor Jonathan Winter. I can't remember the name of the guy. I think he was really good because he was majors. Jonathan Majors. Um, 
it was a it was weird because he was being like the way the way I saw him, right? Is the way they paint drug dealers when you're a kid. It's like this very friendly guy that is offering you something that could mess up your entire existence. It was it was weird, wow, right? That's a good comparison. Yeah, because I because in in real life, yeah, in real life, like drug dealers are not like that. But when you're in school, like and 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 when they're trying to tell kids, hey, you know, these guys are coming at you and they're super friendly and they offer you this stuff, it's just don't take it. That's exactly how I I felt when I saw the character. That's very true. Um, and and it was weird. It was unsettling, but at the same time, he gave a, an air of like sincerity. Um with what the the things he was saying and, and all that. So, um, you know, we're probably going to concentrate the majority of our time talking about him. Right. Cause it's, it's, it's like, uh, it, it was just awesome. Right. And he's probably going to be in every movie for, you know, and for the next like five or six movies at least. Cause he's probably going to be in Spider-Man. He's probably going to be in, in, uh, uh, in, in Dr. Strange. He's probably going to be in, uh, He's definitely going to be in, in Ant-Man and Wasp because that's confirmed. But then we go back to like, what's up with the uh, the Eternals and Chang-Chi, right? Because these movies are supposed to like, was Chang-Chi supposed to come out last year or earlier this year? That and got pushed. Yeah, supposed to be early this year, so February of this year. Okay. Um. So. And again, I haven't I haven't had the chance to watch Black Widow, so I'm assuming something is going to happen in Chang Chi that is going to be like, hey, by the way, so, uh, and the same with with Eternals, like something of this magnitude, the Eternals would have caught it, right? Um, it was just nuts, bro. It was so good. Um, I think that Sylvie is going to at least try and and salvage something. And that's why things are not going to happen like immediately. Cause she's going to at least try and, and go and it's like, at least I'm going to try and, and do something with this. Right. Um, and then, and then Loki, when he was pushed through the portal, he was pushed to us. Now. So here's the thing, right? Yeah. Is that a separate timeline, or is that the same timeline? But, uh, but, uh, but Ravona altered it when she went to where, wherever she went, right? Could who's could to be. say? Who's to say? Um, did Loki at that point become a Nexus entity, though? That's a, another. That's another one, right? Because at this point, he is right. So, season two confirmed. <laughs> so that's another big like piece of news that we got out of that. Um. The the whole thing with Ravona, so I I kind of suspected that she was like either a, like a, a teacher or a principal, uh you know and and, and that was yeah that, that was, was that was good yeah that was good, um, oh man it was it was just it was a treat dude I, absolutely the writing and everything in this show like the writing the cinematography the music oh it's like dude. This is probably like like my favorite Marvel thing since Winter Soldier, honestly. Wow. Like Winter Soldier That's big, wow. Because Winter Soldier is like Metal Gear. Oh I yeah. I love Winter Soldier. So 
so like outside of Winter Soldier, right? This is probably my next favorite like Marvel thing that has come out because I, I really do like the Spider-Man movies. Um, I think they they are both very good. Um, I think that of course like the, the the scene in Endgame and all this other stuff um, was was phenomenal. Uh, but I think this the entirety of this series is probably my favorite Marvel thing since 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 Cap. Um, yeah, uh, take it, take give you, give me your stuff, and then I'll I'll, I'll come back because there's more. <laughs> I know, right? Like we, yeah. there's so much to be said here. We can we can do an entire episode on just Loki. Oh yeah, and then, yeah. But we do we do want to talk games because we, we got some news. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'll I'll try and be brief, man. No, I I I I fill you with the King actor. You know, I thought he did a really great job. And to your point about like his unique persona. I mean, it, it makes sense, right? Like, he, he gives us his backstory. And when you understand that he's a person like you and I that just so happened to figured everything out, um, you know, like, he you would be pretty awkward if you were stuck between time all by yourself for a significant amount of time. Like, him not being, like, charismatic, but being trying to be charismatic. Like, he's, he's awkward. He's awkward. He's... He's been, you know, he's been in quarantine too long. Uh, so, so, you know, like it, it made sense. Right. But also at the same time, you know, we talk, talking about Loki, right. Burdened with glorious purpose. You know, this guy is burdened with a like a huge, huge burden, right. The fate of the universe is on this guy's shoulder. What I love about what they've done with this show and where it led to here, because I mentioned it to you before. I didn't think that it was going to be Kang, not because I didn't think it made sense. It absolutely made sense to be Kang. They've been teasing the whole time that it was Kang, but that's just it. We've gone through that before, right? With, you know, Mephisto, we all thought it was him and then it wasn't, right? So, like, they were teasing this whole thing with Kang, but it actually they actually did it. They committed to it, which is great. Yeah, yeah. To your point, like, it's it's a, it's a variant of him, right? But still, like, it, it's, it's still, still the guy. Um, and, uh, you know, like, it's so refreshing to me the way this show concluded with this and how it's taking the next phase of the MCU because thinking about the way Endgame ended and wrapped up, you know, a decade of films and, and a storyline that was being built up for so long, everyone wanted to know where do we go next. And um, to me, Loki is the one that kind of gave us that launching pad for the rocket of where they're going now like this is anything that goes forward now every if if no one's seen loki they're gonna be lost they will not understand what's going yeah, on because this changes everything yes but like i love that instead of them you know taking this I, I don't mean this in a bad way but like this very typical ominous villain you know like althanos like he he was fantastic. I love like him. the menacing because because yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Ooh, I'm going to destroy everyone. You know, I'm big and strong and evil. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. This kind of thing. Like you have this guy show up and he's like a nerd. He's a nerd and he's like, <laughs> I'm doing whatever the heck I want with time because I can. Like the beginning of this whole series, dude. Like mm-hmm. you get the whole TVA scene where you know, like, yeah, we've got you know Infinity Stones that we use as uh, paperweights, you know, around the office. Like they took all the past of Marvel that's so awesome and so good. Yep. And they took this thing on steroids and said, we're going to deal with time, the universe, and our next villain, 
he's not going to be a dude that goes between worlds like how in the comics he's like he's he's the conqueror right of other worlds right no this dude is the conqueror of universes and there's multiple of him and some are benevolent but one of them will not be yeah one or multiple that's what he right, said one or multiple yeah yeah yep um you you made a really good point and and that was the point that I wanted to to, to talk about next is that um the the Marvel intro was yeah. basically telling you that it's like this everything that happened before it's that that was the past and and that was it exists on a whole other and a whole a whole now. other it's bubble timeline yep basically and and it was fantastic because it was well it was so that that's what was brilliant about this intro as well because yeah I mean I I don't want to cut you off but I'm like dude people who died like exactly. they open they like Feige knows what he's doing. They've opened the door where it's like we can do whatever we want now. Yep. Yeah. Because it would be another version of them. Yep. So I don't know when when um when Wanda was reading the uh the, the book. book at the end. Yeah. Um do you think that when she started listening to the kids was the moment that it split? Yep. It's and so the- crazy. We have not even spoken. And I've been telling everyone who asks me, I say the same thing where I'm like, that ending to me has to be connected. Yep. I don't Because she, she didn't hear them. The they were gone. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you hear them. Their universe has been connected. Exactly. Because you saw the, yeah. Oh. Spider-Man, dude. What's <laughs> You know it's how I feel water. about Spidey, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it, man. Sweating over here, man. Um, yeah, yeah. We we gotta find out about Fantastic Four soon. Like, there's gotta be hints somewhere now, right? Um, I don't know if you saw like the Hugh Jackman thing. I did. On yeah. was it Instagram about? Yeah, an Instagram story. Posting Wolverine he, he, claws yeah. and him with uh, Feige. Feige. And then we get we had it on the docket, but we'll talk about it now. The Deadpool and Cork thing, right? Like, and then we get that like the day before, right? They know what they're doing. Yeah, dude, it's awesome. This I, Fox it, merger mm. just gave them unlimited power at this point. The, the Fox fire sale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a merger. It was a fire sale, dude. It gave them unlimited power. It's full on Palpatine for these Man, guys. Man, it's really good. I, I'm I'm really excited. I'm really excited, and, and the same thing goes for uh, what you said about uh, Black Panther. It was like, you know, we had we got the story for that T'Challa, but maybe we'll get another one. Like other people look like they're the same, but he doesn't. Right? It's like right. It could easily it could, be that way. Yeah, it's crazy. Or he never like, existed at all. Like you can go yeah. really dark, and it's like Killmonger was always, you know, the exactly. black Panther. Exactly, exactly. Like I never even none of that ever happened yeah. with T'Challa. Bro. He was Killmonger was brought into the family. He wasn't a secret in America. Like mm-hmm. he actually always grew up in. Wakanda. They took the kid instead of like, yeah, right. bro. I don't know, dude. Or he did die reverse. Like T'Challa was the bad one who he killed. You know, I don't know, dude. I mean, there's so much they can do with yeah. this dude. And flip tables, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they can go anywhere with this now. Uh, but they made it clear, man, that during the intro, 
It's like what this everything that happened is encapsulated. I Whatever love, happens from now on, it's like any anything can go. I love how panicked, like how good the acting was from Tom Hiddleston in the end oh, as Loki yeah. when he's when he first shows up in the library, you know, with Mobius and them and he's like guys you don't understand we found him we did all the stuff whatever but he's like you like his acting was the way you would expect for something that's supposed to be so altering like he understands like guys there's about to be tons of this thing showing up and it's going to be terrible and you don't you're not ready for this and i feel like that's like a message to us as marvel fans like you are not ready for the chaos that that has just been unleashed that moment which sylvie takes this dude out i would compare it it's not even the same, but I would compare it the most to like, you know, you should have gone for the head scene in, in Endgame. Yeah. Or when Star-Lord messes up the sequence where they have Thanos tied down and in his rage about Gamora, you know, he, he messes things up. Like, this is going to be like fans are going to love to hate Sylvie at this moment because they're going to be like, if you didn't take this dude out, we like the things that are about to come forth and the things that are about fault. to happen and everything precious that you loved about what Marvel was doing is gonna be rocked for the rest of this phase. And it's all gonna be because oh, yeah. of that one moment. And they they really took a great amount of time between Loki and Loki, right? Sylvie and Loki going back and forth. It was like, think about this, wait a second, like because this is such a huge moment, you needed to take your time to understand like that's it. Like whatever happens here changes everything, and it's it was yeah. handled so well. It was very heavy. Very. I mean, I was getting so hyped, dude, because I'm like, this is very philosophical too about yeah, free philosophical. will, and it's like, do you really? I mean, does the one person that controls it all is is the only one that has free will? Do you really like super yeah. philosophical? It was really deep, man. It was awesome. Yeah, dude. It was super good. So I, I think this. It's one of my favorite things. It's probably my favorite the 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 my favorite show like that I've watched in like I don't know since like Daredevil wow. probably because wow. like Daredevil was good. I really enjoyed it. I, I liked um, Punisher okay, but but uh, it, like going to like I was being like I said I've been watching Titans, been watching here and there, and it's like it's like no yeah, comparison. Close. It's like you're due down here, and it's like. It's like you you compare Titan. It's like Titans is like General Hospital, and then this thing's like House. It's like uh, you know a whole different level. Yeah. And it's like Loki's <laughs> one of those characters you love to hate. Like he's let's be real, he's the villain at the end of the day. Like if it's yeah. up to him, he will he wants to rule. Like you know this is the guy that's like cutting people's eyes out and doing crazy stuff and whatever, right? Because he's insecure. And it's like they yeah. made him somehow. Like he's always been Vul- charming, they made him but they vulnerable. made him somehow like. Yeah, yeah, tolerable and yeah. like enjoyable. Yeah, so yeah, it's good. phenomenal. Ten out of ten. I I really loved it, beginning to end. Yeah, I, I think it was brilliant. So, well done, Marvel. I am very much looking forward to season two, <laughs> which is probably going to be like 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 like, ne- like next next year, based on what I heard. So allegedly, they already filmed it. They filmed them together. Really? Uh, that's that's what the rumors are because there are scenes. That never the made trailer it that, to that the are show. not there. You know, yep. the King Loki scene, for yep. instance, everyone keeps talking about, was never there. Yeah. And Hiddleston himself and, and others had said, "Well, yeah, we thought this was going to be twelve episodes or something." So they may have filmed it all together and just. They're probably just going to do it before it. or after Doctor Strange. Yeah, because Doctor Strange is summer next year, right? March. 
March. Yeah. Yeah. So after Doctor Strange, that's probably where, where we're going to get the second season or before. Or Who knows? Before. I don't know. I mean, well, they're probably not going to overlap with Star Wars. So it's probably going to be like after Andor. After Andor, Who we'll knows, probably get though, it. With the Wednesday, Friday thing. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Like they really opened the door for themselves very well. Yep. 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 Yeah. Friday can be Star Wars Day. And then first Friday, we have first Friday and and Marvel Wednesday. Wednesday. All right. (laughs) Very good stuff, Joel. Very good stuff. Yeah. We talked about Deadpool. So yeah. Um, It's basically confirming that Deadpool is part of the MCU. Uh, It was an ad for free guy, a movie that I thought had already come out about a year ago. (laughs) Honestly, it was like super on point. Like the writing on this thing was perfect. Um, Which is funny because I remember, when I went to Hollywood Studios um, back, when was it? In like yeah, March, the April? The... They had the sign. Yeah, they had a huge free guy sign. So um, so I thought the movie was out then or was going to come out or was already out. Like, Yeah. But, you know, stuff. Um, I mean, there's not much to say other than uh, that it was very well written and it was funny. It was great. Um, and we'll do it, like I said, <clears throat> we're probably gonna get Deadpool, Deadpool with the bleeps. That's how they handle them in yeah. the in the in the in this thing. Know, commercial, mm-hmm. and they, that's how they made him PG thirteen. Yeah, so oh, we'll see. We'll see how that's gonna pan out. Hopefully, uh, I mean, if, if it's anything close to what they did here, uh, then uh, then I'm I'm good. So we, we should be fine. All right, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about gaming wise. Um, Let's get let's get uh, uh, the the two little ones out of the way, uh, just real quick. Uh, we are we have a, a really good view of the new Spidey suit, the new black Spidey suit, which seems to be magical. Like it seems to have magic. So maybe this is a suit that, uh, like, if you look at the close up, uh, you can see that the suit has like runes on it and. Um, Got a gauntlet. Yeah, it has a gauntlet, like a magical gauntlet. Um, very good. It looks very. It looks very nice. Um, of course, we're now we're now we know that we're getting two new suits because we saw that other like Iron Spider suit uh, as well. Um, but this one looks really nice. Uh, now that that you know we got like a detailed model of it that we can see, looks really good. And yeah, it looks like it has magic. I don't know. Um, Maybe this is a suit designed to traverse the multiverse, Joel. Who knows? Or to send things back to where they're supposed to be. Yeah. Very cool. That's, that's my whole like theory behind it, right? It's like yeah. strange. It's going to be conjuring up a whole lot of things, but he can't do this alone. Yeah. And uh, obviously the effects of Spider-Man's universe is so big because, you know, if we're talking about the characters like Goblin and these, like that's not like on the film side, you know, they may have seen, you may have only seen him as just like a, you know, a, another villain, but like comic book wise, like these, the Goblin's like a, a genius. He's a literal genius, you know, scientists gone crazy with power. So like these are characters it's kind of like not to compare exactly but like a doctor doom like you can't just have the character just roaming around like these are some very very powerful people so yeah um yeah it makes sense spider-man's gonna have to level up if he's got this many guys to deal with i mean he was 
he was struggling with with, with uh, Mysterio and his uh, projections. You know, like yeah. this is this is straight up magic now. So, man, I'm so hyped for this movie, dude. I am. I was already hyped for this, but like, and Loki's gonna be in this show, and it's just it's gonna be a whole thing. Maybe Loki's man. gonna be in this movie too. Who knows? Oh yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, very very interesting stuff. Uh, that it looks nice. I like it. Um, second short one. This is mostly for me, but finally, after man, the I think the original ver- the first version of this game came out on like the Famicom. <laughs> and we're finally, after all these years, what I consider to be a licensing nightmare of a game. Uh, we're finally getting a version in the uh, in the West, so we're getting uh, Super Robot Wars, basically thirty. Uh, it's coming out here. Um, yeah. I'm getting this, Joe, because I've always <laughs> wanted a Super Robot yeah. Wars, and I've never been able to get one because they, they don't sell it here. Um, I was very close to uh, to actually importing the last one that came out for the Vita because that one, the uh, the Asian version of that game, had an option for English subtitles. So I, I was I was gonna get that, but then. Um, but then now this happened, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll just get this when it comes out." Um, where am I, am I gonna get it on the Switch or the PS4? I don't know. Um, there's a PS5 version too. I don't know. Is there are, are pre-orders up for uh, sale? Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, but she's soon then. It's on. Uh, well, it's coming out October 27th. Um. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's Steam, so it's gonna uh-huh. be a PC. Okay, so um, yeah, I'll get it. I'll get it on PC. I, I don't mind. I would, I would definitely love to have a physical version of this game, but if I can't, I'll just get, I'll just get whatever. I just, I just want to play it at least once and, and, be happy, <laughs> for, for my mechs, because um, you know it's something that uh, as you can see if you're watching the video version, I love them. Uh, I got a few more back here. Yeah. Got some cool ones. Can see them because of my share, but yeah. Um, Yeah, very exciting news. Um, I I don't know if you have anything to add, but yep, it's uh, it's one of those. Yep. Cool. All right. You want to do the uh, the one that dropped today first? Sure. All right. So, uh, apparently, after all this time, Valve has not been able to hire someone that can design a, a good controller because this this looks this is a this is a G this is a PG rated podcast but sh- 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 <laughs> <laughs> like like the design right yeah now the concept yeah right 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 the concept what it does yeah um i think i think it's brilliant so uh Valve announced today that they will be coming out with what they're calling the the Steam Deck, and this is basically a handheld device, um, non-removable controllers like the Switch. This is a full-on, uh, you know, portable device that you you play. You can plug in controllers to it, but you cannot take the ones that are already on it out. Um, and it will. 
feature is basically a, a, a small PC um, and it will be uh, running a, a version of their, their Steam platform on it. Uh, I believe the device is running on Linux, um, but the uh, I did I did find some specs. Uh, there's no specs. Sent to RDNA. Yeah, sent to uh, sent to RDNA to uh, 16 gigs of RAM. The pricing is very interesting because I think it's aggressive, uh, but it does get expensive. Uh, yeah. So it's three ninety nine for a sixty four gig, uh, five twenty nine for a two fifty six. Um, but here's the difference, right? The sixty four is an SSD, the two fifty six and the five twelve are NVMe drives, which are considerably faster than just a standard SSD. And yeah, six forty nine for the five twelve. Um, they do have a micro SD slot. Uh, it's seven twenty p LCD screen, not an OLED. Um, I didn't see anything about the battery though. I don't know. I don't Neither. know if they're if they're having any any uh, uh, any battery specs. Um, you can buy a dock for it. Yeah, but that's gonna be separate. It's not gonna be included. Correct. So, um, price of your switch, you get a dock at least. Yeah, and if, I mean fifty dollars more, and you get this thing versus the switch, right? And I saw some people saying, "I was like, oh, Nintendo didn't want to make it, so Valve made the Switch Pro." Nah, that's not so. I mean, it's it's gonna come, like it's gonna happen. Probably again, not this year. Uh, like we said last week, it may happen, not immediately. The now we're getting this thing. It went out for pre-order today. Is it still available? Uh, everything I saw was going right away. Okay. Like I GameStop <clears throat> and Walmart, I saw gone pretty quick. That's good. Um. I'm like sure. In the first half an hour of them going out, I, I checked just for for kicks and giggles, and it was all yeah. gone. Yeah, Best Buy's Best Buy's all gone. Uh, well, they're they're on coming soon, so I guess they're they're waiting. They're hmm. waiting shipment. Um. So there is demand for it, dude. There, like, there it's is. Not like, like people are gonna buy it. Like it's it's yeah. probably not gonna be it's probably not gonna be like crazy, right? Um, but the people are gonna buy it. That being said, right, um, the the amount of games that you would get with something like this device is oh yeah immeasurable, honestly. And you know, yes, it's a it's an awesome device. It seems like it's it's great. It's well designed, right? Except the buttons and the controllers. Like, oh man, it's like Steam, bro. Get yourself some <laughs> some uh, like human interface engineer there, because. I don't know why your controllers are so terrible. Um, yeah. So, Go ahead, man. Go. So we, we had this discussion on our last episode when we were talking about the Switch OLED. Now I want to ask you the same question, but now in regards to this thing, what do you think about should some, if you were a consumer right now, you have the choice. There's your two choices. You either get this thing or you can get an Xbox Series S. Which one appeals to you more? Because obviously the Steam library is pretty incredible. Game Pass is pretty good though as well. I would get an Xbox. You get the Xbox. Yeah, I would get an Xbox. Yeah. I mean, because I already... That's that's interesting. Because I was like, at first, like the the idea for me was like, okay, this is kind of like, okay, I I have my Steam thing, but then I also can get a dock. 
and it kind of does the same thing my Switch does, but just gives me access to different games. But at the same time, like the Series S is pretty good. It runs pretty it's a well. Good deal. It's a good deal. I've I've not heard anything bad. You know, I know people who own them. Yeah. Yeah, just get it and get a Game Pass, and that's it. That's all you that's need it. to get, man. You don't need to get anything else. Um, this is not for me. I'm not a I'm not an on the go gamer, right? Uh, I have a, a decent PC. I can you know run most of everything at a decent frame rate and and decent specs. I'm not, you know, not gonna spend money on this. Um, like again, like loud, like I said last week. Uh, I have a Switch. I'm not going to spend money on on getting the uh, the OLED Switch. So, um, I, I guess I guess they'll 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 have to uh, try the market out and see and see if it works, right? Tomorrow is uh, pre-sale. Yeah, but hear me out, Joel. What happens if we get a PSP two or something like that from Sony? Oh, I'm in there, dude. I'm in there like swimwear. Like if that does not, unless there's like something really egregious with it, which I, I, I it's hard for me to even think of what that'd be because of how much I love the PSP, dude. Because I'm calling it PSP two because they probably won't call it the Vita two, right? Yeah. Um. Although the Vita's great, dude. I mean. Yeah. But, but it just wouldn't sound right, Vita two. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Second life, bro. <laughs> yeah, oh, there you go. I think that's already trademarked, sir. Probably. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. Um. So, if Sony takes like the because uh, um, we talked about it last week again, we I guess we're gonna talk. I have to talk about it again. If they take a PS4 and they miniaturize it, because I think the PS4 is plenty. Right. And. And this is an old digital device. It's like screw GameStop. <laughs> and and you just go straight, right? It's like this is an old digital device. Connect to PSN. Buy your games. If you have your games, download your games. If you have your games from uh PS Plus, get those games. Um and and you have a mobile PlayStation. Dude. I don't. I don't think they'll do it. It's yeah. it's it's weird. I think PlayStation is a weird is it's in a weird position right now, where I I have I, there's people in PlayStation that I know care, and, and I know are 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 capable. Problem is that I still see some problems in in, uh, in the direction the senior leadership of PlayStation has been fearing off since, uh, you know, since, uh, Andrew house left. Yeah. And, and it, it's concerning. I mean, PS5 is doing fine. You know, if, if, if it wasn't for like stock shortages, it would have been doing much better. It's still outpacing the PS4, even with the shortages. Right. Um, so, they, there may be there may be a, 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 a an opportunity for Sony to jump into into this space again. Um, that said, you know they may they may say it's like listen the switch is doing too good, we're not gonna even try. Um, honestly, this this Steam thing, 
if you show this to a kid and you say you want this or the switch kids oh. gonna say switch a hundred million percent <laughs> that's yeah. you know you, you know why well, you don't even know the switch oh i, I want to play say f- adults would say the same thing too for the yes. most part does this thing have mario kart no oh i'll buy the switch because i like to play mario kart kids is Fortnite free on the Switch? Yes, it's fine. I'll take the I Switch. Need. So all I need is Fortnite and Minecraft, and I'm good to go, sir. So, you know, yeah, they this is a very specific uh, audience that they're targeting with this. <laughs> not me. It's probably <laughs> not kids, dude. Because honestly, like again, if I show this to my daughter and I tell and I tell her it's like, listen, you want you want this for Christmas? Or you want a, a switch light? She's gonna say she wants a switch light. Absolutely. Like, there's no going around it. Like, that's what she's gonna say. Um, and and I guarantee that um, you know, I show this to you know any reasonable adult <laughs> and would say the yeah, same thing. Uh, that being said, you know, if you're a hardcore hardcore gaming a gamer and you're like, right. you know. And you do like your Doom at 60 FPS, and you do like Jedi Fallen Order and this other like AAA experiences that you cannot get on on the Switch, or you can get on the Switch to a certain extent. Then this device may be for you. I think that the E pad looks terrible in that corner. I think those <laughs> buttons are too small in that corner. The it's thumbs, very high up. Like, it's just weird. It, re- <laughs> it reminds yeah. me of the Atari Jag, uh, not the Jaguar. I'm sorry, the Lynx. The Atari Lynx had some that weird layout of buttons. Like imagine just holding it. I don't know. It's just gonna. Yeah, I don't know. It but just I... it just looks weird to me. But yeah, yeah, it does. It does look weird. But it's it is something that um, for someone like me, like I think it does kind of come down to that whole like, if I want to get into another realm of games that I don't tap into usually. This is cool because I don't need to go build myself a PC. I could buy this thing and just go ahead and, you know, launch my, my and stream my games or whatever, right? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, at the same time, like you and I have spoken, you know, I think Xbox has done a really good job um, of creating that experience already with their next-gen consoles. So Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Um, speaking of Game Pass, because we just mentioned it, Looks like Netflix is actually jumping in to uh, to the space. Uh, they have hired a former EA and Oculus uh, executive, and they are going to uh, venture into video game publishing. So uh, I guess that some of the news were confusing to a lot of people. It's like, game, oh, Netflix is going to have a game. It's like, R.I.P. Game Pass. No, this is not what they're doing. Um looks like what they're at least not now i mean they sure. could potentially do this in the future um but what they're doing is they are uh going to uh, open a publishing arm of uh netflix so it's like maybe netflix games and they're going to more than likely publish games on everything you know on consoles pc everything and on tv like they may come up with like interactive experiences on netflix um so so who knows where this is going uh you know there's there's not a lot of details and um but this could be the beginning of something this could be them you know testing the waters into game publishing and then 
maybe moving into a service. I, I don't know. Maybe they they don't have to, right? Um, I don't think they have the infrastructure to uh, to run uh, game streaming like uh, like Microsoft, of course, has right now, um, and and PlayStation with uh, with PlayStation Now. So, um, so I guess that's something that that we'll we'll see. And uh, yeah, not much, not much to add there. I don't know if you have any other opinions on that. No, nah, man, I'm I'm good. I mean, I, I was yeah. I was, I think similar to you, like of the mindset of, this is at launch, like this is not going to be like don't compare it to anything just yet. But like, think about when Netflix first started, right? Like everything, like they didn't create original content much. They didn't really do anything crazy, and it kind of took a long time for them to get to where they are right now everyone knows who they are now but they definitely didn't start anywhere near to where they are today so i think they're gaming if they're getting into this they're getting into it to be a real player in it and they they've got the 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 infrastructure and the you know finances to back this like and then really go get into it but it's kind of a wait and see what do they really want out of this thing because most of us would say the future of gaming probably isn't a Netflix style type thing. Like next generation kids are going to want to be able to use their, to do their game pass and these other things. They're not, they don't want to go out and buy a, a disc or, you know, or even digital downloads. I don't even think that's like entirely like the way of just, you know, I got to go buy a digital game and then do it. Like I could see the Netflix formula, you know, being a, a legit thing. Um, so it, it makes sense. Like we'll see where this goes and what this even fully means. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's a wait and see because uh, there's not. I mean, the only details are are basically that they're looking into going into game games publishing, and and other than that, we we don't have a lot of details. So yeah, we'll we'll wait and see. Uh, Joe, <clears throat> something that concerns me as an old school gamer, and I don't I don't call myself a collector by no means, right? I buy what I like. Um, I do have my retro setup, um, but it's uh, it's it's concerning to see uh, some of the artificial uh, price inflation that's been going on lately, especially by this specific company, and and I want to talk about it now. Yeah. Um. So, how how rare is Super Mario sixty four? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not even close. <laughs> it's not rare at all, right? No, it's... not not even close. Um Okay, yeah. It's an open box, of course, this is a loose cartridge. Sure. But it is Super Mario sixty four and it is working. Yeah. Right? Um would you pay $1.5 million for a sealed copy of Super Mario 64? No, no. There's a lot of things in life I would not spend that on. Very few things I would. And they, I, No offense. You know, love my Mario, but not this one. How, yeah. How much is a loose copy of Mario 64? Like five bucks? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's, uh, we, let's see. They're, they're around, dude. They're around. Let's see. Um, I, I, I don't know. I re, I don't know who 
why these people are doing this. Uh, I don't understand the reasoning behind it. Um, it this is super super shady, what they're doing. Uh, it's it's uh it's it's twenty five dollars, twenty six dollars bucks. Yeah, for an, for a loose so, used. Room. So so by that logic, this copy should be worth like a hundred thousand dollars. Because if you look at something like, uh, I don't know, Mega Man Seven, Mega Man Seven, um. I have a loose copy of Mega Man 7 that I bought back in the day. I bought it at a Blockbuster back in like <laughs> wow. 98 or something. RIP. Yeah. Um, Mega Man 7 loose right now is like 200 bucks. Uh, it, complete in box is like 1000 1200 right? So by that logic, this should be worth $100,000. Oh, but you need to go get that thing on the auction right away. <laughs> So, so you you follow you follow my, I know what my you mean. point, That's right? Your point. Yeah. Like, why is it so varying? Why? Yeah. So, so I think th- this guy's over at, at this uh, heritage auctions and the uh, this grading company that's been grading these games. I smell a scam, dude. I smell. Oh yeah. Because this th- it was first was this one. Uh, I mean, this was the latest one. Before that, it was a, a sealed Mario. Before that, it was a sealed Zelda for the NES. Again, I have a copy of Zelda. That one went out, went for uh, I think like eight hundred and seventy-five thousand or something like that. It, why are these people infl- inflating the market like this? So this is gonna just. So here's what that's gonna do, right? This a-holes that, that are that are doing this the scam are are going to drive the prices up at the you know mom and pop shop that you go and buy your retro games because it's like oh no like you go and buy you see the game oh it's 25.99 mario 64 and then you go the next week uh, and now the game is 150 dollars why because this this guy right. has just decided to inflate the market artificially um it, it sucks it's it, this is this is terrible and and these guys are scam artists and i don't know if you saw like the there was a transaction after the fact like one of the companies bought another it was it's super shady there's definitely something going on here um i i would say that if you're into into retro collecting uh, don't don't buy over. Uh, first of all, if you are in retro collecting, don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> and 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 second, um, you know, if you decide to to collect for for retro, uh, don't don't pay over what like like average market value is, um, because it's not worth it. It's not worth it, and. You know, unfortunately, um, you're going to end up spending more money. It was like when I, when you and I were talking a few weeks ago that I was thinking of just buying a Saturn again. Um, I, was doing, I started doing calculations and it's probably going to take me, you know, a, around 15, a six, maybe it's going to take me about 16, 1700 to get all the Saturn games that I lost. Uh, that's so sad man you uh, know no yeah tell me about it I both for about it for a week like I, after yeah. we spoke dude I'd after we spoke I was depressed for a week man 
Uh, that's the kind of stuff that make me lose sleep. And, and, I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> I'd be like, what? And you know, you know what's the worst, dude? Because we talked about it, and then and then my daughter asked me about Sega stuff, and I told her, and then for the rent for the next week, dude, every friggin' day she would remind me <laughs> that I lost my Saturn games. Like, you made the wrong choice. And and dude, it was like she was. I was like, and, and got to the point that I was like, hey, so listen, what you what you're trying to tell me right now? It's it's really mean. Cause you're making me feel bad. So I had to sit her, sit her down oh and have gosh. a talk with like, listen, I, I, like, like you're making daddy sad. You can't do, can't just go around. And I do would that. be at the place that I'd be looking up where, if I could remember anything about this person who had, this. Oh, I know. Although, I know. I know. I, I, it's on Facebook. I tell you, man, I would be like, by any chance. Oh, I asked uh, him you years remember ago. Remember the story. I asked him years ago and he mm. said that he didn't remember where it was. Yeah. Yep. Man. So, yeah, I mean, I, somebody's I could, sitting on. Bro, I could care less about this right now. No, so here's the thing, right? Because I lost the games and I still had the boxes with me. I threw the boxes away, <sighs> so I don't even have the boxes. Like even uh, even the boxes, like a like an OG box for box. bro, a new OG box for Mega Man Seven for Mega Man Eight. Uh, it's still like three hundred bucks. For the box and the and the manual. Oh no, man! I yeah. I, I can't yeah. I can't lead you down this yeah. path, man. Well, this is dark. This no, it's it's dark. Yeah. No, so I know I did I did my math and it's gonna be like like seventeen hundred to get everything back, uh, which I'm not willing to spend honestly. Like I would be uh, I'm I'm willing to spend seventeen hundred on, you know, making the podcast better, buying a better camera and better lighting, and you know, uh, but but I, I don't think I'll be going back to. To my my Saturn stuff, unfortunately, but uh, you know it is what it is. When they win the when you win the I'm lottery, okay. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if I if I would have income like to waste, then then sure. Uh, but again, um, if you if you're if you're going to retro collecting, I suggest that uh, you go into something healthier like PS2. Like that's that's a good starting point because there's tons of games out there. Uh, consoles are for some reason expensive and weird and hard to find. I'm still looking for a PS2 myself. So, Joel, if you know of anyone, just let me know. I sure will. But, uh, but yeah, I think the cheapest one I found was like 140. Um, they're 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 pretty expensive. Um, so yeah, just don't don't do this this crazy like graded stuff. Like, here's how you get the graded stuff, right? Buy a game that no one gives a crap about. I don't know, like one of those crazy anime games that come in, that like that Godzilla game. Do you remember that 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 la- that PS4 launch Godzilla game that came out? No, you don't remember it. I don't remember was, that, dude. So there was a launch PS4 game. There was oh, a Godzilla game. Okay, no, no, I got it now. Looked like a PS3 game, right? Yep. Remember it? Good. So that game, you buy it and you don't open it and you get it graded. And that game now, dude, is like five hundred bucks because they only wow. release like a they only release like ah uh, it was like three thousand copies in the U.S., dude. Like, and that's it. And that's all they did. So that's the kind of stuff you look for, right? If you want to get your your holy grail, buy buy one of those, you know, NIS games that you know NIS just puts like three copies of them out there. And uh, and and don't open it, and and just grade it, 
that's how you get these things, right? But Mario 64, there's like a you know billion copies of them out there. <laughs> really. Um, but like I think Mario 64 was like a one-on-one attach rate for the N64. It was like very, very high. Like everyone that had a, an N64 had Mario 64. So it, it, it's it's one of those things like don't pay it for this. Pay, pay it for like something like super rare that came out. Uh, you know, or, or a collector's edition that came out and you didn't open it. And you left it there for years and, and all that like. But not not for not for a game that's readily available. Like anything like like Mario World or any of the Mario games. Honestly, even the Mario, uh, the one that they don't print it's anymore. Three like D All Stars. Yeah, Three D All Stars. Even for Three D All Stars, don't don't do it. Like you can still buy it for like fifty bucks out there. Three D All Stars, and yeah. you know they still have it at Target. They don't print it anymore, but you can find it. You can find it. Um, you know, don't pay the thirty thousand that's on eBay right now for it. Cause it's like, why would you do that? Um, but it, it's like that, right? It's like, uh, it's like pretending that you own the, the going back to like the Legend of Zelda. It's like, Oh, I have a Legend of Zelda gold, gold cartridge NES here. It's worth a ton of money. It's not, it's like, it's worth like seven bucks. Um, problem is that these people make you feel like you actually own gold and you know, you don't. So, um, don't buy from this shady people. If you want to grade your games, go ahead and grade them. That's awesome. But don't buy graded games. That's that's my thing. Like, don't spend the extra money buying this crap. It's honestly, man, it's not worth it. I mean, you know, you do whatever you want with your money. I'm just giving you a piece of advice at the end of the day. It just, but it, it's, yeah. I'm not. I'm not too excited about this, Joel, and I'm. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that the truth about this whole thing, this whole, you know, scheme they have going on, comes out. Yeah. Because it, it's shady AF. Uh, honestly, I don't. It, it is super shady. It's disrupting the the market, and people are gonna start digging for their Mario 64s and taking taking it to pawn shops. And it's like, oh, this is like five bucks for this. I was like, well, but these people pay like $1.5 million for it. How come it's just... See, that's like, you know, this false equivalence that you get with this sort of things when it happened. And, you know, it's it's unfortunate. So uh, just want to talk about that because um, it stinks. Uh, other than that, sir... I don't have anything else, man. So if you just want to go ahead and plug us in again. Absolutely. If you're if you're joining on YouTube, welcome back because uh, we that's where it started. Yeah, that's where it started. Uh, and if you're joining for the first time on Twitch, uh, welcome. And if you please feel free to join the chat and go there. Please keep it civil. <laughs> we're again, we're not asking for money. We're not asking for anything. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just here because we love games. We love Marvel and Star Wars and 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 you know we're doing this for free, you know. Again, but you know, well, you don't have those Sony you, checks. You do you. Oh, no, we don't. We don't cash checks from Sony and Marvel, <laughs> as some people think. We don't. So um, so thank you guys for joining us. If it's your first time, um, welcome. And then uh, yeah, just go ahead and wrap us up, man. Absolutely. Again, thank you very much for sticking with us. We want to invite you to stay connected. So make sure you subscribe on podcast platforms, right? We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music. Find us on your podcast platform. Subscribe to us there. Of course, 
We want you to follow us uh, on social media as well, right? At No Load Time. That's at No Load Time. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and lovely Twitch that we're streaming on right now. As well, we also invite you to send any emails or questions, comments, or feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us your stories of maybe uh, collect collectible items you may have or want to have. Uh, send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Oh, but it was great talking retro games with you. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all on our next episode. Thank you, guys. Stay safe. We'll see you again next time.